You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Tim Rice. Welcome to episode 48 of my podcast, Get Onto My Cloud. At the time of this recording, COVID lockdown or semi-lockdown has now been in operation in the United Kingdom for over one year. I began my weekly podcasts at the beginning of May 2020, initially expecting to record around a dozen of them, by which time there would have been light at the end of the pandemic tunnel. I would then have neither the time nor the energy to continue working on Get Onto My Cloud every week. More significantly, my modest band of listeners would have had better things to do, as I hoped I would. This has not actually proved to be the case. As the world of theatre and live entertainment has ground to a halt, the one vaguely creative area in which I've been able to continue operating has been this podcast. Pre-COVID, there were quite a few projects on the horizon. A new version of Aida, the show I wrote with Elton John, and also one of From Here to Eternity, which I wrote with Stuart Brayson. I truly feel some of my best work was in those two shows, and I was looking forward to seeing if they had any chance of renewed life. Aida, in fact, had never really gone away. After over four years on Broadway, there have been many productions in the United States and internationally in the past 20 years, although it never came to my home country, a situation I was hoping might have been changed by now. However, one song from the score of Aida became a top 10 hit in the UK, written in the stars, sung by Elton and Leanne Rhymes. I'm sure many of those who were kind enough to buy it had no idea it came from a Broadway show, but it did. And here it is. I am here to tell you we can never meet again simple really isn't it a word or two and then a lifetime of not knowing where or how or why or when you think of me or speak of me or wonder what befell the someone you once loved so long ago so I will think, or dream of you, and fail. 
can be altered Oh, there is nothing to decide No escape, no change of heart No any place to hide My darkest thoughts I wish I never learned What it is to be in love And have that love return Is it risen in the stars? Are we paying for some crime? Is that all that we are good for? in the stars, written for the stars, Elton John, who wrote the tune, and Leanne Rhymes from the musical Aida. I played a few items from this score in podcasts eight and nine, and I honestly believe the tunes are up there with some of Elton's most melodic, and I hope they make it to a British stage or two before too long. The other show of mine I hope to revive when all this Covid drama is over is From Here to Eternity which I featured in Get Onto My Cloud, episode 18. This show played for six months in the West End in 2013-14 and was the composer Stuart Brayson's first representation in the West End. I cannot believe it will be his last. I've admired his talent for many years, and even if eternity never returns, and I'm determined it will, he'll be back. There have been two American productions out of town, way out of town, which were well-received and which we were hoping to build on over there. And more recently, we've been discussing a potential UK tour. All these things could still happen. But both British and American shows have been stuck on hold. And I still think we're some way off a return to theatre world normality. Here's a flavour of the score. The opening number for the American soldiers waiting in Hawaii in the shadow of an impending war, which of course hit them on December the 7th, 1941. G Company Blues. Jam. 
The original cast of the London stage production of From Here to Eternity, music by Stuart Brayson, G Company Blues. I've never made much of a mark writing songs not intended to be part of a stage musical or a movie. I've written several one-off numbers over the years, but the only significant success I've had with one was in 1982, when David Essex had a big seasonal Yuletide hit with A Winter's Tale, which I wrote with Mike Batt. And that one was only really successful in the UK. I've been lucky enough to have had quite a few songs on the charts over the years, including quite a few in America, but they've all been numbers featured in a show or film. Of course, in some cases, the record buyers, as they were quaintly known until quite recently, didn't always realise the song they liked came from a show. That was notably the case in the United States, when Murray Head's One Night in Bangkok made it to number three on the Hot 100 in 1985. The fact that it came from Chess, the show I wrote with Benny Anderson and Bjorn Ulvaeus, passed the majority of purchasers by. And sad to say, in my opinion anyway, it has these days become virtually impossible for a songwriter who is not a recording artist or record producer to get his or her work recorded at all, 
it's quite extraordinary that many hugely successful songs seem to have been written by anything up to nine or ten people today, nearly all of them involved with the actual recording in one way or another. The days when great songwriters operated independently as songwriters who wrote for singers who didn't write, but who could interpret the work of others, seem to have disappeared. However, Despite all this, in the last few weeks, I have written the lyrics for a one-off song, which furthermore has already been recorded. The performers of the song have never been hit single contenders, but are widely respected for their outstanding work over many years. They are the choir of Truro Cathedral. Truro is the county town of the county of Cornwall in the far southwest of the United Kingdom. It is the only city in the county and has a population of around 20,000. Truro Cathedral, the Cathedral of the Blessed Virgin Mary, was built between 1880 and 1910 to a Gothic revival designed by John Loughborough Pearson on the site of the parish church of St. Mary. It's one of only three cathedrals in the UK with three spires. The Truro Cathedral Choir has an unbroken tradition dating back to the 1880s when the cathedral was still under construction. Today, the choir generally performs with its 12 adult professional singers, made up of lay vicars and choral scholars, plus 18 boy choristers and 18 girl choristers. The choir have made several albums and even appeared recently on Britain's Got Talent, where they were given a unanimous thumbs up by the panel. Only demands of educational timetables prevented them from progressing to the finals. I'm proud to be a patron of this magnificent outfit. One of the big events that's taking place in Cornwall this summer is the G7 Summit. Leaders of the world's most prominent nations will converge on Carbis Bay and St. Ives in order to solve the problems facing the tottering globe, or possibly not. Be that as it may, Cornwall is certain to be the centre of world attention for a few days in June, and the Truro Cathedral Choir wish to commemorate this unprecedented West Country occasion with a song. As their patron, I was approached to come up with something. My first reaction was that this was a tricky one, as I had no wish to get into any political comment, nor write something that blandly spouted the expected platitudes about world peace, love and understanding, none of which I'm against, I hasten to add, but it's a path well trodden, and I had no wish to add to its portfolio of ineffectual piety. But when I realised that it was only the youngsters of the Truro Choir that were to be featured, and that the idea was to link up through the song with children's choirs all over the world, I was reminded of the way I approached writing the lyrics for Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat all those years ago. The idea then had been to tell a story in an entertaining way, without talking down to the potential young audience, unafraid to use words, expressions, or information that they might not be familiar with, and yet retaining respect for the original, in Joseph's case, as per Genesis. I had minimal interest in the G7 agenda, but I was interested in the number seven. I've always loved numbers, and it seemed to me that an interesting tale could be woven around the impact that that number has made on our civilizations and existence over the millennia. So the lyric I wrote became a tribute to the number seven, and the G became the G as in G-Wiz, or G-Baby, G-Double-E. I wanted the kids, both local and international, to be intrigued by the mathematics, science, and history of the past, without which none of us might be here. I wanted to keep the preachy level down and the rhythm section up, above all for the song to be fun. 
Of course, to achieve all this, I would also need a tune. I began to write the words without any kind of melody in my head, but knew it had to be an up-tempo, cheerful one, capable of inspiring a lot of vocal effects and harmonies. I began to imagine I was writing for one of the great doo-wop groups of the 1950s, or perhaps for Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons at their peak. There are so many things to say about the magic number seven. In my lyric, I was able to reference the seven days of the creation, the seven colors of the rainbow, the seven seas, the seven wonders of the ancient world, the seven prehistorically known planets, the seven notes on the diatonic scale, the seven deadly sins, the seven virtues, the seven hills of Rome. Pythagoras gets a name check. There was so much I had to leave out, such as Shakespeare's Seven Ages of Man or even Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. But maybe there's scope for an extended mix and extra verses in the future. Once I'd completed my tribute to this prime, odd number, I had no hesitation in sending my work to a composer friend of mine, leading light of the British indie pop duo band The Boy Least Likely To, Peter Hobbs, who just happens to be the producer of this podcast, responsible for getting my ramblings out into cyberspace once a week for 48 weeks now. And Pete came up with a marvellous tune, just what the doctor ordered. We made a very hasty demo of about a third of the song. Unfortunately, that was more than enough for the director of the choir, Christopher Gray, to press the button and adapt it for his superb young singers. Pete and I went down to Truro Cathedral to hear their version, which has already been recorded and videoed. We shall follow with our doo-wop version in due course. It's very catchy. Here's a one-minute, thirty-second blast of the song, the most basic of demos, but I hope the fun comes through. Here's a snatch of the words. G7, you're such an influential integer. G7, as the centuries unfold, from the dawn of our existence, now the story can be told. Seven days of the creation, seven colors in the rainbow, seven wonders of the ancient world, and seven stormy seas. Through prehistoric darkness, the seven planets wandered. No other number squared or cubed has qualities like these. G7, you're such a lucky numeral. G7, forever in your prime. G7, for all your sins and virtues, for now and for all time. G7, you're an influential integer. G7, as the centuries unfold. G7, from the dawn of our existence. G7, now the story can be told seven days of the creation seven colors in the rainbow seven wonders of the ancient world and seven stormy seas through prehistoric darkness the seven planets wandered no other number square or cube has qualities like these such a lucky numeral G7 forever in your prime G7 for all your sins and virtues G7 for now and for all time The beginning of G7 I did actually put a message of sorts into the end of the song in which the leaders of nations are urged not to let lesser mortals down or will run you out of town. 
Running anybody out of Cornwall's tricky, since so many of the roads are bendy country lanes, beautiful but difficult to get out of third gear on. The full versions of G7 will be available soon. So, I'm hopeful that my first lockdown lyrical creativity, plus Pete's melody, will be of some interest and give some enjoyment to choirs and youngsters around the world. I just hope the G7 summit isn't cancelled. But the number seven will still be around, as will the Truro Cathedral Choir, who shall have the final word, or rather, my final words. Episode 48 of Get Onto My Cloud, written and presented by me, Tim Rice, and produced by the distinguished composer, Peter Holtz. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.